0: Hey, did you know we can upgrade the reactor on our ship to a Toroidal Series C fan model? No! I mean, it's only slightly exploded, look! N- no! <laughs> ladies! Ladies, we've
1: got a job! Oh, thank god, I don't care what it is, just please stop V on my engines. It's some kind of advertising job for our Cosmopunk show, it looks like. Uh, but it's gotta be quick, it can't mean anything longer than 50 seconds. Uh, flyby, set a timer for 50 seconds. No, we've already started, the timer is gonna mean a damn thing! Oh, it'll give a rough idea. Hang on, I didn't agree to be in an advert. Well, it's too late, you're already in it! Besides, it'll be over by the time you get your fat coyote butt out of the room. Hey, you're fatter than I am! Stop arguing, you lot. I'll do it. Cosmopunk is a Starfinder actual play podcast focusing on character-driven storytelling. We're four friends from the UK, and occasionally more than four friends from not the UK. We play homeboot stories for the crew of the Seven set in Paizo's Starfinder universe. Follow the adventures of four alien marks as we get into trouble in the far side of space. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and check us out at cosmopunk.net. Wow. That was actually really good.
2: On the one hand, she sounds okay. But on the other hand, <laughs> that's usually when shit's getting real bad. I think, I gotta go in. <laughs> you she recognize when okay. Tess is
3: aroused, things are actually not okay. Yeah. It's just...
2: <laughs> There's nothing okay about this right now. Alright, I'm going now, I'm going.
3: The you're my safe word, you know when to come in and save me. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, you know when to come. Hey. Stop it, no. Well, I guess. Question mark. <laughs>
4: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Shadows Over Charlotte, a Dice Fiend's Shadowrun Anarchy actual play. After shopping for an outfit and killing all the Humanist thugs in the Manticore's den, it is the 10th of February and our runners are crossing the point of no return. We do get into bodycore in this episode, so if you want to miss out on that, feel free to dip after Tess leaves the body. We're not starting in the present time of 2081, February 10th, 2081. We are starting on a funeral just south of the Atlanta Metroplex. The pastor is talking about the deceased as a complicated man who cared deeply about his family, but the camera is focused on two of his children standing off to the side, a female troll in her thirties and a male human in his early twenties or late teens, who can say? Sam scoffs at the sentiment Old Bastard never cared about me.
3: Don't speak ill of the dead, even though the dead's a bastard.
1: Why not?
3: He left both of our parents. It's just not good karma. Huh. I think in death, we gotta at least have a little some dignity. He
4: looks to you... It's been a long time since I believed in karma, Mary. And with that, he walks away under his own umbrella. Mama, this is one of the last times you actually talked to Samuel Malone. This memory dredged up as his name flashes by in your contacts list, and the fact that if everything goes according to plan tonight, your half-brother will be dead in ten hours. What would you like to do? I look
3: at the contact... I look at his name. I remember him, and then I turn off my communications device and mumble very quietly, "He's made his choices in life, and now I'm making mine." Sorry, Sammy.
4: You are all in the Stuffer Shack, as Alhabab is going over with uh, going over the plan with y'all all All right so you will enter the area around 7 p.m tonight take out samuel malone she says looking to tess
3: you mean my hot date yeah
4: 7 p.m and the rest of you are going with her right she needs backup i won't let her do this alone Kelly Quake is sitting, like, with her feet propped up on the table. Do you want me to come with y'all, Mama?
3: Of course. I gotta have my favorite bitch on my side.
4: Once Samuel Malone is done, what will you do for extraction? There is a possibility that if the fight goes on too long, he might... Lodestar might be called on y'all. And so the only three... There are only three ways out of the hotel. Besides... Hmm, four ways I guess if you count the, what is it, the loading bay in the back. There's the ground level, there's going underneath the city through the sewers, or if you wanted I could set up a helipad extraction on top of the hotel.
3: Helipad can be conspicuous, but it also might be the quickest, easiest way out. If we get to take the helipad do you have a, a a landing bay or way we can avoid news and police coppers uh, choppers? I have a contact who has
4: one of those police carriers like to drop people to drop officers off in high risk situations quickly oh. I can get him to pick you up, take you to safety, drop you off, and then you can make your way back to shotland in a time race for police
3: chopper. I like it.
2: I mean, I'm down for fucking with
3: Lone Star. Of course you would be. Uh, yeah. I don't. I just want to kill people. It's cool. I don't care how <laughs> we go. Uh, sounds hella cool to leave in a Lone Star chopper. I guess,
0: but whatever. That's fine. Twitchy? Twitchy is several aisles away (laughs) in the Stuffer Shack.
3: (laughs) Not even a part of the goddamn. Oh my god.
0: He's heard it because he's picked up a a, a squeeze bottle of Stuffer brand raspberry flavored syrup spread and is holding his hand over his mouth and saying, only one man would dare to give me the raspberry Lone Star. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: What?
4: Twitchy!
3: I'm hundred
0: years old at this point. I like that movie. <laughs> y'all
3: shut up. Twitchy!
0: Y'all have no taste in music, damn it. Do y'all
3: want to ride in a helicopter or not?
0: Hell no, I don't want to ride in no helicopter. Well, you're outvoted. Well, damn it. I didn't join the Air Force. Mechanized cavalry, motor pool. Shut up.
3: No, but you're <sighs> in my crew for now.
0: Def. Yes, General Mama. Fine.
3: All right, let's go over the plan.
0: And then Mama nods
3: at how Al habal
4: Seven p.m. tonight. Your hadadee. Did we go over that? Rural,
3: Rural. yes.
4: The the cat guy will be picking you up, and taking you to the hotel. Mama, V, twitchy, and I guess Kelly now will be going to the hotel separately. Uh, are you going to? Or are you, you be acting as her bodyguards?
3: <laughs> the idea of just needing them. Bodyguard.
4: (laughs) Well, for the purposes of being able to get close enough for when shit breaks out. Remember, Tessa isn't invincible, as much as she acts like it.
3: I am a god. (laughs) Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, gods can generally do finger
3: guns. (gasps) I'm working on it. I'll I'll get some karma points to do some great finger guns eventually. Jesus Christ!
0: Who needs finger guns? You got Mm -hmm. finger knives for. That's true. But she,
3: I don't recommend bringing knives to a gunfight. Mama, that was so bad. Continue. (laughs) That was bad. That was bad. We're going to ignore that. They can be my bodyguards. It's cool. There's dad jokes and there's mama jokes. They're even worse than dad jokes.
4: al (laughs) <laughs> pointedly ignoring mama's comment
3: all right so uh this is vera so we're going to go as tess's bodyguards e. all three of us i don't think twitchy can patch as as a, as a
4: bodyguard well tess's or Aurora's like general security but like you know that malone will be bringing some people as his security to wait outside the room mm.
3: twitchy you could be her uh Publicist Flunky. Uh, what? We'll get you a notepad. You can write notes.
4: Ah, funky.
0: I like the sound of that, Habab mm-hmm. says.
3: So we'll have two Complain
0: bodyguards. about old movies and yet you tell me to get a notepad. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. There. Whatever.
3: Two bodyguards <laughs> and a flunky. So 7pm, your date is gonna pick you up. We'll head down to the hotel. Nods at al-habab again
4: all right i will leave it up to test to decide when to start the bloodbath
3: oh you're leaving me in charge of this decision how exciting
4: i don't know that everything that'll be going on in the ground and although i'm sure you'll make some poor decisions oh. i'm sure they'll be
3: very interesting oh, well, i don't i wouldn't call those poor decisions listen Just- Improvisation is an ugly necessity in this line of work. We can't exactly say at 0800 hours we start cutting throats. I say we trust your judgment and you know when to drop the hammer.
4: I mean, I've worked with plenty of Shadowrunners who have timed when the mission starts down to when the first kill would be. But yes, Mama, you are correct. After the- after you have everything secured, Mama, you can- Well, and if you can really call me, and I will send the helicopter on the w- way to pick you up. He should probably take five minutes. I would probably- I would need you on the rooftop not too long after he gets there. Got it.
3: Malone's dad called you, Extraction.
4: So- all goes well, you should make it back here in time to get some rest in order for the 11 a.m. operation tomorrow when Peter Solomon goes to the strip club at 11 a.m. and you have to get there by 9 a.m., I believe, to set up the meeting for King Thunder Chunky. Quick question.
3: How pretty is Kelly
4: Quick? That's a good question. I never really thought about that. She... (laughs)
3: How pretty is she, you, you decide? You decide. Uh, well, I was thinking V and I could be the bodyguards. Kelly Quick could be her, you know, her girlfriend, gal, pal. Like, they pa- socialite partying. So if she's pretty, we can get her a nice dress and they'll, you know, giggle and be like, oh, this is so exciting. Thanks for taking us on this stage.
4: Do you- do you say this in character?
3: Uh, as mama, I- I say it properly, but mama does not ask Kelly quick how
1: pretty she is. (laughs) Kelly, how pretty are you?
4: Mama, I'm very pretty, but if you try to put a dress on me, I will give you a fucking Glasgow smile. Oh,
3: come on, Kelly. if Tess is doing it. I'm wearing pants. What are you talking about? They're nice dress pants. V and I went shopping. That, that is true. This jacket yeah. is nice, Mama. I don't.
4: Yeah, Tess looks Tess looks hot in that. I am not going to be a gal pal, okay?
3: Kelly ain't some side piece.
4: You need to drink you You need to drink your respect, Kelly juice. I'm telling you what, Mama.
3: <laughs> You're my favorite bitch. I respect you. you I'm just trying to sell a story. I'm sorry. Listen. I'd go as your gal pal, Tess, but I don't fit the bill. And then she just grins a big tusk grin. I say Kelly
4: is security. Yeah, anyway, Tess is already Roar's plus one, Mama, so I don't think they'd let me in anyway. All right. You're just I didn't
3: gonna, listen. I, I think if I go to Rural being like, "Hey, I'm going to bring my gal pal," he's not. He that wasn't what he agreed with. So, I think it will be easier if I, 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 you guys rock and roll us, my security peeps, and I go in with. Let me have my date, guys. All right, all right. At least I'll be there to chaperone. Thanks, Mama. You're welcome, sweetie. Uh, You Got a little schmutz there, and she like does the tongue lick on the thumb. Don't you dare, don't you dare, Mama! Get your troll hands away from me, Mama! I swear, I will stab you right now. You've got some schmutz. I will stab. I I rolled with him. She's like having fun. Ah, this is a nice dress. I did my makeup.
4: Kelly just (laughs) leaves the (laughs) table.
3: Kelly drives off, never to be seen again. (laughs) Kelly and... Low, don't leave me!
4: So, if everything goes according to plan, this should be a relatively simple operation, like, well, a little more than Karen's was, but still, relatively simple, right?
3: Yeah, life is what happens when you make plans, so I'm sure the shit's gonna... but we'll manage.
4: you did you just stop in the middle of a saying, Mama? Life is what happens when you make the plan, so I'm sure this shit is going to fuck.
3: Yeah. It's another
0: mama is Shut up! That's not the whole saying? That's how i always heard it. Alabab looks between
4: mama and Twitchy for, like, a few seconds. Well, what's the full okay. saying? You know what? Good luck on the missions. Make sure you get all your See, all the gear again. See, there is no full saying. You you don't know. Shit, shit hits the fan. Life is what happens when you make plans and then shit hits the fan.
3: Oh, that makes sense.
4: Not shit hit fuck, <laughs> and shit fucks.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness. I like yours better.
4: I am
0: losing my accent. <laughs> where where the fan get involved in this? Twitchy?
3: Did you finally come back from your sauce adventure? Were you lost in the sauce for a while, my dude?
0: A man is lost without the sauce.
3: <laughs> That's what she's saying. A man is lost without the sauce.
0: Hey, Twitchy.
4: Twitchy, I have one thing to say to you. Bless your heart.
0: Hey, I'm from the South. I know what that oh. means, motherfucker.
3: <laughs> Mama ruffles his hair.
0: You can't ruffle what's not there, Mama.
3: Ruffles the top yeah, of his he, head. That's right, know. he shaved his his face and Tess didn't know who he was. <laughs> and head. Mama puts a wig on him ruffles that mm-hmm. hair. I'm going to start calling you cue.
0: I'm going to start calling you late for dinner then. Oh boy. Mm.
3: I'm sorry, I seem to have made Mama much stupider tonight. Let's go. Maybe it's it, it's pre-murdering her brother Jitters. Might be. Yeah, look.
0: That,
4: uh, like, murdering family, even if they deserve it, is always something that'll fuck with you. Yeah. Unless you're Hugo.
2: Damn. Yeah, look. I mean, I swear, that was yep. out of character, I promise. That was... Yeah, <laughs> in character. Oh, no, we I don't know, know, I know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We... Yeah.
3: Yes. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Jesus. I mean, we will find out eventually. True. So Oh, I'm going to be Yuck. so pissed when I find well, out. Either way, I can think of creative things to
2: do with his Funko Pop <laughs> collection once we find out.
3: Just oh say, my oh. goodness. Oh, oh no. Oh, wait. Oh my god, let V Adam. Let him he's going to fuck <laughs> him up so much. Yeah. Oh, no. Okay, okay, sorry. okay. Ring that in. is how no. this podcast episode gets its explicit rating. Oh,
2: oh shit, I'm sorry.
4: Oh, motherfucker, Dice Fiends has had the explicit rating since
2: oh, okay. Day I mean, this one.
3: specific episode.
2: Either way.
4: She didn't elaborate on what you could do with a Funko Pop and a captive That's person. true. She might have just arranged them in front of him. <laughs> arranged anyway. them?
3: I'm gonna put them out of yes. color. No! No,
1: God. no! I'll tell you anything take them you want! Out of the box!
0: <gasps> oh, and no! I'm gonna
3: lick them! <laughs> yeah. Those are mint in box. You'll, never,
4: you'll never break me! You'll never break me! I'm gonna take your Funko Pops out of the box! No! I'll <laughs> tell you anything you want! I swear to God! You're gonna you have to the packaging! Oop, the, oh, the my tape,
0: God! Ooh,
3: the tape's getting loose! Oop! the, the seal! Not my buttons!
1: Not my thumb drop buttons! <laughs> buttons
4: oh wow you so monsters. we're only scratching the main plot right,
3: let's right. do this y'all we, we haven't even started the main plot you're right let's, let's rock it. and roll
4: yep all oh, right we all have our gear so hard cut to 7 Sweet. p.m tonight we R- 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 drives up in a nice limousine he's the limo driver for some reason <laughs>
3: No, maybe that. Maybe he it's was, a Robo Limo, like uh-oh. it's like an autopilot limo.
4: Yeah, it has a do- It's a limo with a dog brain, dog AI, not an actual dog brain.
3: <laughs> What's its name?
4: Turns that out that's
0: how they made them all along.
3: What's the AI's name? Yeah, is it Bingo?
0: Do Do you ask him?
3: No, I'm supposed to be the professional bodyguard, but I'm gonna subvocalize to test and be like. ask the name of the A.I. They have names?
1: Arthur. Mm, Hello, Tess. It is good to see you again. Nice
3: to see you. Thank you for uh, taking me out this lovely evening. What a nice car.
1: Indeed. Thank you. And the cat
4: on top of his head is different, on his shoulders is different this time. I
3: see you got all dressed up with your nice head. That's lovely.
1: Yes, indeed. That's
3: a fancy cat head you got there.
1: Mr. Paws was eager to go out tonight. That's Vero, not Mama.
3: Well, all right, uh, me, the player. Uh, which, what color cat is it today? Um,
4: It oh, is a calico. Uh, uh, orange calico.
3: Wait, there. it's Mr. Paws. Oh, the calicos are typically yeah. female. He's a rare breed. Hmm. Ah, all right, okay, all right.
1: Do you think I would mm, have a common cat on top of my shoulders? No. Only the best for one such as myself.
0: Hold oh, up, y'all see that too? I thought that was just me. I thought that was me last time.
1: Hello, Twitchy.
0: <laughs> Hello, Mr. <I> can... Mittens.
3: <laughs> it's Mr. Paws.
0: Wow <laughs> Yes, Mr. That Paws. That cat has mittens, damn it.
1: He certainly does. The cat lifts up one of its yeah. paws. See? See, technically correct. Since I assume there are no more questions, let us move on towards destiny, young Tess.
3: Okay, this sounds good.
1: And by destiny, I mean murder—not any, you know, not anything weird or something.
3: No, no, <laughs> murder is not
1: weird. Yeah,
3: murder is not weird. It's perfectly normal. It's what I'm—I was born to do. Sounds lovely.
4: All right, so he escorts you to the limo, and he lets you all get in before he gets in himself, and puts the coordinates on a little
1: data pad. So do you have the plans worked out for tonight?
3: Yes. Uh, according to what we discussed, uh, these three, four, four. Four? Four. No, uh, these three, uh, Mama... Kelly and V are going to be security intel. Uh, Twitchy is. You are Funky? Is that your name? I thought that
0: was just an adjective. Huh? I thought that was an adjective.
4: It was an out. You're. I think Mama said flunky.
3: Flunky. Yep.
4: Yeah, like. Just someone
3: to get you stuff when oh, you he's ask. Your, he's your gopher. Go uh, for this. I heard of Funky, Go for that. and I'm like, well, Twitchy is pretty Funky Fresh. Well, he sh- is. That could be his, his, his code name Funky Fresh. Uh, Twitchy's my flunky. He's going to just follow me around, and uh,
1: yeah. Well, I hope you appreciate that it will only be the two of us allowed in the main room. You are my plus one. That makes sense.
3: They're here for backup in case. Well, things are probably gonna go whack pretty quickly, so, um, I'm waiting till Samuel Malone gets in there and settles in, and then I start the carnage.
1: Indeed. Well, I would appreciate it if you gave me a sign before you started fighting, so I can make my exit. Uh. I am not a fighter, merely a caller of the dead. What kind of sign do you want? Do you Tap my arm, I suppose. Do you want finger
3: guns? I can do. I don't listen to him. I can do really great finger guns. Eyebrow arch.
4: He looks to the f- four of you.
3: She does great finger knives.
2: She can do it.
1: <laughs> well then. Since I suppose you don't do finger guns that often, finger guns will suffice. <laughs> so that'll be,
3: So that'll be our code then. The finger guns. Well, well y- you guys will hear the sound of screaming. Well okay, that too. That's okay. what I'll go in. Yeah.
1: And, and me leaving yeah. the room. It looks like we're approaching. Come, Tess, let us go up to the penthouse.
4: And he, with that, the car pulls out, he gets out first, and motions for everyone to leave before the limo backs up and drives
1: away.
3: Oh, by the way, what was your car's name?
1: It was the (laughs) go-go. A (laughs) go-go.
3: That's all. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. You Alright, a go-go limo. Hey. It's
4: a go-go we premium, a y'all. Premium.
0: Dang.
3: <laughs> Alright. Uh lead uh, Tess would just uh, you know, uh hook her arm around Roros and say lead the way.
4: Alright. And with that, he leads the way, taking you up the elevator to <sighs> About the seventh out of ten floors, that's a decent size, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't fucking know how big big buildings are.
0: How how big are big buildings? Listen,
3: a Google search. depends
0: on what they were going for.
3: Just just go for the twentieth. Is it a skyscraper?
0: Yeah, sure.
4: It's, like, one of the taller buildings in Charlotte. So, yeah, 20th floor sounds good. Or, like, 17th out of 20 floors. get
3: a listener that, that like, messages that there's no building like that in Charlotte. It's the future.
0: It's the fucking 2080s, motherfucker. (laughs) The tallest building in the city is the Bank of America Corporate Center, which rises 871 feet in uptown Charlotte. Well, how many floors is that? Like, I don't know, eighty.
3: Yeah. Ten feet is oh. roughly a floor. So yeah, thereabouts.
0: Alright, this so... is, you know, not necessarily uptown. It's not necessarily a corporate building. We make it as yeah. tall as we fucking yeah. want it's it to be. Twenty frickin' yeah. and it's
3: fucking as tall as we say it is. Uh twenty floor sounds Yeah, good. so
4: let's do it. It's
3: a good number. Twenty floors, you're it's all a very exclusive. Y'all are number. on the
4: seventeenth floor? Yeah. And he escorts you up. It is actually one of the hotels that isn't a coffin hotel. So the rooms are the size they usually usually are today. See,
0: that whole building's expensive as fuck to even walk in.
4: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He leads you up the elevator, and since you parked in the garage, it bypasses the lobby. And before you know it, you're on the 17th floor. Very nice hallway, plush. You see, like, three, like, about six private security people. They, elf, dwarf, orc, you know, very- We're Not all humanists. Hey, Vero, odds or evens?
3: Uh, evens.
4: All right. And you do see five humanist peep thugs like waiting outside the door, so it looks like Samuel Malone has already uh, arrived.
3: Mama is going to slide her goggles down over her, her face and uh you know, just kind of uh cover like, you know, they they're big enough that they work as like a, a face mask.
4: Yeah. All right, so they're not just
3: like the dot goggles. No, they're, they're like kind you've of. You've seen goggles. the big ass goggles I I drew on Mama. We'll we'll post the picture on the podcast. But
4: all right, and you go in with Roro Tess. Yes. All right. Yep. You go in, and there are various socialites and like well-to-do people. You see Samuel Malone in. The in the front row his plus one is a large man with a bronze rabbit mask that looks kind of like the Frank the Bunny mask from Donnie Darko the man is in kind of like it looks kind of like the like one of those old timey outfits like with a black suit and a half cape
3: that uh, his plus one is wearing
4: yes there's two open seats next to him, like, not right next to him, but, like, near him on the man's side. So as Roror goes over, he sits in the far seat, leaving the closest seat to Malone for you.
3: Uh Tess would uh, sit down. Alma is going to stand behind them like a good barber card.
4: As you tried to go in, one of the orcs just taps you on the arms. As ma'am, look, all the security has to stay out here.
3: You expect me to take my eyes off my charge? Tess would turn around and just nod at mom and be like, "It's fine. Follow the rules. You know the drill." Very well, ma'am. She does little bow. Yeah, there's little like bow.
4: fourteen. There's fourteen people in there, lady. And if each of them had their security with them, it'll be much more uncomfortable for everyone involved. He says, like, nodding towards the humanist thugs.
3: That are all hovering outside the room?
4: Yeah, they're- like, all of the security is standing, like, near around the door. Like, all per- like, a lot of the bricks are pressed against the wall. One person's checking his phone. He is- in all the times they've been there, nothing's sure. ever happened. Okay. Listen, I respect
3: you, sir. Just trying to do my job. Since she uh told me to step off, I will. Thank you. Uh huh.
4: Unless you're talking to her, then uh, I guess I'll just step. Uh, no, I'm
3: talking to the dude. Okay. Yeah. Um. What's this dude? Is it human Orc? He's an orc. Is he cute? Oh my god, do you not start flirting with the. <laughs> let's <laughs> uh, see, let's
4: see. Let's see, I'm gonna get a set number of dice for Hotness. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll... Let's say. The average. Let's say he has four Hotness dice, let's see how many successes <laughs> we get. <laughs> He's mildly attractive. He got one hit out of four. So not... he's a, he's like kind of that normal kind okay. of handsome. So you're like, okay, he's good looking, but you passing him on the
3: street, you will not turn any heads. Okay. I was just curious.
2: In the meantime, V is going to station herself outside and like kind of eye up the humanist thugs.
4: Yep. Yeah. One of them is giving you a dirty look. I'm gonna go to do it, but he doesn't act Yeah. That's my gum. He frowns even <laughs> harder now.
2: I don't know, maybe you should keep your face like that. It'll get stuck that way.
4: Maybe you should shave your beard more often, Whoa. dwarf.
2: Hmm. I don't know. Looks like I got a better beard than you do.
4: Fuck you, man. Fuck you checking my phone. <laughs> He flips his com out and starts playing <laughs> on it. He goes to par- Neo Parlor. Wait,
2: Neo Parlor?
4: That's just the conservative Twitter that got... It, it asked for social security numbers, and then it got hacked, so all the people on there had their social security numbers
0: stolen.
3: Oh my god. Wow. Fucking yikes.
0: It was like the conservative version of Neo Pets for a minute there. But all right. <laughs> oh,
3: Jesus. Why would you put your souls yep. on his Neo Neocon Whatever. pets. I'm not. Yeah. Perfect. Yikes. Remind me to get one of my contacts, techies, and hack that dude. <laughs> oh, I
4: thought right you were to there. remind me to sign up for Neocon
0: pets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, pokecon <laughs> listen
3: mom is smarter than that she she she, she she's she's got a, a a a mother motherfucking uh what's my intelligence uh, logic of 5 she's smart yeah Tessa's logic is 5 just want to put that out there <laughs> Ouch. it's not
4: the size of your logic it's how you use it
3: Oh. oh damn damn alright all right, damn Daniel let's proceed uh, Tess when she sits down because she's sitting next down to this plus one right yes Uh, and you said he is a big dude with a rabbit mask
4: big dude old timey like fancy outfit rabbit mask like from Donnie Darko uh,
3: Tess would just kind of lean forward to make eye contact with him and be like that's a very nice mask you have there
1: why, thank you. That is a very nice outfit. you have there, ma'am?
3: I thank you. I got it at the local shop around here for a nice location.
1: Ah, that's that's very good. The name Where'd is. Get...
3: Hmm? Where did you get your outfit?
4: He looks he looks
1: sad. from some friends of mine. Oh. Yes, the name is jo- Doctor John Teeter. Nice to meet you. How
3: do you spell that?
4: John T-I-T-O-R.
3: Oh, shit. This is Dr. Teeter. Follow the rabbit to the pirate's treasure. Oh, shit. She would just say, oh, I think I have one. I got one of your business cards recently.
4: The place where you get my business cards is
1: no place for a proper young lady. Though, I suppose that would not preclude you, would it, ma'am?
3: No, I, I like to go out of my way for unusual, uh, services. Well, if you survive tonight, I'm sure I could help you with that. And she would just look at him and kind of squint and be like, survive tonight? Anything could happen in the space of a few hours.
4: <laughs> That's all He says that with kind of like a chuckle, but yeah, you don't know if he was actually joking or not.
3: Yeah he's as cryptid as uh, a Roro is, you know.
4: (laughs) And when you entered, you didn't see, like, a TV or, like, typical vid screen. But the wall starts lighting up, revealing a massive screen, so it looks like you're in the blood pit itself.
3: Ooh.
4: You see a samurai with a bandana wrapped around his eyes and, like, a sword that's sparking with energy versus what a man who looks like Jack Black in twenty
3: eighty one.
4: Oh my god! <laughs> with a a wicked looking sword in one hand and a gun in the other. Tonight in the blood pit, it's the blind blade versus Dark Jack.
0: Dark Jack.
3: Dark Jack? Yes, Dark Jack! At least he didn't do uh, Black Jack instead.
4: He's shooter Vinch's brother, Black Jack, after the blind Ronin killed him. (laughs) Blind Semi killed him. (laughs) And after this, we will have a battle of the condiments.
3: Oh, fuck. Oh, God.
4: And the two of them start fighting, like, first with their blades. Dark Jack tries to get some shots off, but his gun is cut in half by the samurai. What are y'all doing in the meantime?
3: Uh, Tess is actually, now that she's, like, had this moment of, like, okay, it's up to you, Tess. It's like, oh, I gotta be, like, I gotta time this good. This is my big moment. It's like, she's, like, actually a little nervous. She's like, it's easy just to go up and stab someone, but now I gotta make this, like, a big deal. I think she would just, like, after, like, a few minutes of the fighting, I th- uh, she is going to nudge, roll her plus one, and uh, attempt a finger gun.
4: Roll a finger gun.
3: Um, what am I rolling a finger gun? Charisma. Let's say
4: agility plus charisma.
3: That's gotta be a key roll the finger gun.
4: Parentheses, agility plus charisma.
3: Um, I got five... Five success. So
4: oh, hell yeah, that's a good finger gun.
3: Okay. Her moment came and she took it. Um, and then I'm going to pull out, uh, the sensor that, um, oh god, what did that, um, what was that? Phage. The girl who gave me the devil's blood. Phage.
4: Phage the untouchable.
3: Phage the untouchable, um, that sensor, and I'm gonna put that on, uh, my head for her. Like, she had asked, and I'm going to inject myself with that devil's blood.
4: <laughs> Are you being at all stealthy about this?
3: Uh, yes, actually, like, my goal oh. is, while everyone's distracted with the blood pit, um, uh, watching the fight, my goal is to do this. Not blatantly obvious. Alright, I am gifting you edge. Why, thank you. I don't want you to die.
4: So are you gonna Probably spin gonna an edge on this, or?
3: Yes, yes, so that she has successes in, on four, fives, and six.
4: Do you have stealth as a skill?
3: Oh, uh, I'm not pre-edging herself. I'm gonna pre-edge her heart exploding. Well, uh, let's... So, we'll see. I do let's not take, have let's I do, do not have stealth as a skill.
4: Let's take that... Let's do that when we get to it, because I will for. I think we'll all forget okay. if okay. we don't do it yet. I'll
3: hold my edge, then.
4: Yeah. Also, in case y'all need Ed, end up using all of your edge, so that will be really funny.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> God. Um, uh, yes, I do not have a stealth skill.
4: All right, so just roll agility.
3: Okay. I have stealth.
4: You each start off with three plot points also. I start off with one.
3: Uh, three successes.
4: Would you like to edge that?
3: Uh, yeah, I would like to edge that. All right. Uh, na- up to five successes now.
4: All right, you're about to inject it, but you see that Teeter isn't like reacting like everyone else is. As the blind samurai just drives a heart a sword through Dark Jack's heart, and then you wait a few seconds, and as he like just leans in a little further, and then you inject yourself, and Roro. Makes a swift exit, so you all hear the roar of the crowd as the Dulahan is leaving the room.
3: Guns out. Um, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, so once I inject it, I'm going to uh, get up and uh, walk over to Samuel if
4: all I right. can. Alright. You're kind of getting people's attention now, but you can
3: well, that I think now that it's uh started in motion, I have to at least try. So, oh uh, no, yeah, whole, um, and all Tess will be like, "Is hey, fuck you," and <laughs> <laughs> attempt to stab him.
4: Uh, Tess is the always eloquent. All right, roll to hit.
3: Am I using my close combat to attack? All right. Okay. Uh, And
4: you remember what devil blood does, right?
3: I actually do not. Um, I completely forget.
4: I believe it doubles the number of attribute dice you use when you're making a physical attack.
3: Holy shit. Uh, so, uh, so close combat for me is I roll 12 dice. So are you telling me I roll 24 dice?
4: (laughs) You would roll, you double your agility.
3: Okay. All right. (laughs) Uh, so that would be plus seven, so that would still be 19 dice in total, but (laughs) Okay, uh, I'm gonna have to do this in a couple waves, just give me a second, I'll, I need to roll some big, big girl numbers, um That's
4: fair, and I'll go ahead and roll for him, he has minus one die because he's caught unaware
3: Um, that's 11 successes
4: Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So you net 10.
3: Oh, a net ten god. <laughs> Is he dead? Do you just coup a girl that bitch?
4: Unfortunately he has been wearing armor since one of his allies dropped dead recently. No.
3: Well, that makes sense.
4: I mean that's still a lot. That's still a holy shit amounts of damage. Did it destroy also... his armor? Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> Let's see. So you ended up dealing 13 damage to him. So that's minus six armor. So that's seven damage. So, and he has 10 hit points. So he's at a minus three yeah, you you all hear screaming. You all hear him screaming. Out. The socialites screaming. It's our time. Like,
1: That's unusual.
3: <laughs> um, and I can attack again, can't I?
4: Yes, you can. But Me- Megan, yes, players can have up to five plot points. I'm gifting you a plot point as Teeter does interrupts your action.
3: Uh-oh. So hey, add that to your sheet. Uh, I, you're gifting me how many plot points? Just one. Plot one plot point. Just, okay, so I, I have uh, four plot points now. Because you can yes. hold up to five. Okay, thank yes. you.
4: And I only have one plot point at the beginning, but every time one of you use one, I get two.
3: Oh, I thought you just get the one we spend. Ooh.
4: No, I I actually read Anarchy rules.
3: Oh my goodness!
4: I know, fucked up if true.
3: <laughs> Ooh. Uh, so Teeter stops me,
4: and before your second attack, he like he takes a syringe out of his pocket and injects Malone with it. <gasps> oh shit! But yeah, you can make your second attack now.
3: Uh, Tess, uh, Megan the player, is shocked, but Tess just gets an even bigger smile, and she's like, oh, this is the high I've always <laughs> wanted. Let's fucking do this. And I go into attack again. All right, 19 dice, baby. Hold on, I gotta do more big girl math. All
0: right.
3: I fucking hope so. He's or I that. just injected myself with... Devil's blood, I hope I fucking kill him. I have to. <laughs> or, you know, in Discount Dungeons fashion, fuck him up. Fuck him <laughs> up!
4: In Discount Dungeons fashion, you think you're actually doing well, but then everything turns bad at the drop of a hat. You know what?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's also uh, okay. eh, I didn't do as, as well as this round. Uh Nine successes.
4: Unfortunately, he only got zero successes.
3: Nice. Oh, damn.
4: So you just drive your hand through his stomach, be coming out the other side. People are running out, <laughs> screaming at this point. For all you know, he's dead. For all I know. Yes. Behind I mean, him. do you think you do you think anyone could survive just like what you just inflicted upon them, as Tess? This is the future. Fair.
3: Behead him. In words of zombie land, double tap. Yeah. Uh, well let's
4: let's all go to initiative. Okay. Because things are popping off.
3: It's uh agility. Yes. Just flat agility.
4: Yeah, let's just say flat agility. How many hits do you get?
3: Got it. Well, after my combat career, I'll yeah, say yeah. one. I have one. Um, three for me. Um, and that's just, that is my flat ability, so. He right. also roll the devil's blood?
4: Yes, all your physical attributes. Get,
3: oh, I got all it. Okay. Please hold. Jesus Christ, so that's up to a six. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. I can feel the universe through my feet. <laughs>
4: Alright. <laughs>
1: Going full top. <taw. clears
4: throat> Tess how much did you get,
3: V? I got two.
4: V, two, test, six.
0: Mama?
3: I got a whopping one!
0: All right. Twitchy? Uh, I go last. Because <laughs> it's unexpected uh, combat.
4: All right, but did you... A- you after still hold the
3: initiative first will you'll get initiative.
4: Yeah, then oh. you'll drop into your normal initiative. Unless you just want to go last every round, then I can... Alcondid two. Alright. Nice. So Tess Fuck him up. Everyone's panicking around you. Samuel Malone is lying bleeding on the floor. What's happening now?
3: Uh I would turn to Doctor Teeter if he's still standing there and be like, What'd you inject him with?
4: Something that I thought would work much better than it did. I am not going to lie to you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I was only here for him. I'm not really uh, into attacking you.
1: Good. I'm very glad about that.
3: Uh, But if there's any other humanists in the room, you're all fucked. And I just say that very loudly.
4: (laughs) A politician who was carrying the corner just leaves immediately
3: um are there any are there is there anyone uh standing uh nearby that like seems like they can try to take me on i guess it, I'm...
4: this was a room full of pompous assholes the only people who are really still in the room are you teeter and samuel malone his corpse his corpse yes
3: double tap uh honestly I'm going to uh uh check uh, his body i mean i'm gonna my goal is to like keep an eye on Dr Teeter because I don't necessarily trust him but I'm also like i'm I'm not going to attack him because um uh
4: that's fair yeah he he does back away as you approach
3: okay um I'm gonna check Samuel Malone's body
4: all right are you doing like a medicine? To see if he's dead or what?
3: Uh, seeing what he has on his belongings.
4: Okay, so you're rummaging. He has a combat knife, he has a gun, he has nice armored clothing, but that's ruined. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's all gone.
4: Yeah. Um,
3: I'll take the gun and the knife, and, um, his. He also
4: com- has a. Yeah, he has comms and a cred stick.
3: Yeah, I'll take that stuff.
4: Alright, so. It is going to. That's your turn, basically?
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. Because in right. Tessa's mind, she's like, yeah, just fucking, like, um, uh, Mortal Kombat, like, punched his gut, you know?
4: <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to say Mortal Kombat punched his dick out. And I was like, <laughs> what?
3: I <laughs> mean, his metaphorical dick? His metaphorical question? No, I. I... His
4: metaphorical dick? <laughs>
3: um yeah that, i would say that's
4: for my turn yep all right so as you punch his gut out you rummage to him and as you're turning around you hear shuffling behind you you hear like rustling on the ground and just like a growling as like samuel malone pushes himself up of course all the holes you created him are now like being filled over by some strange met- metallic compound. Oh. Where
1: do you think you're going? Okay.
4: And as he says that he writes himself in. one of his arms splits open into like a scythe like claw and he's going to take a swing at you test.
3: Um. Okay. Uh, shit, what do I roll? God damn it. It's been too long since we've played. Uh, what do I logic, roll?
4: To- logic plus agility, double your agility.
3: Okay. Alright, logic. And and then quadruple your agility because. Devil's blood. No. No, he already said that. Oh, the, okay. Yep, it's all good.
4: Yeah. I might have to just stick with a dice roller because I don't think I'm giving my dice enough room to breathe here. <laughs>
3: This was not my best one. Uh, what is this? Seven successes. Oh no, I just realized something. Hmm. You're not wearing armor. I argue that uh, I, uh, I'll spend a fucking plot point to be like my armor, like I worked my armor into my outfit. I, like, Tess is going in knowing that this is going to be a dangerous mission. She would be an absolute fucking moron to not go in without armor. Okay, cool. I would if if the DM needs me to use a plot point for that, I will absolutely. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we covered that. Okay. Earlier. I was gonna be like I will. <laughs>
4: anyway, would you like to spin an edge?
3: Um, I already spent my edge, unfortunately. So I. Guess. All
4: right. So unfortunately, we, I he's spent both of his edge in this role alone. So he ended up netting five successes. Okay. That's going to be. Eight, de- eight damage to you.
3: Okay, so uh, that is my armor is twelve, so now it's down to four. And you think like Tess would be terrified, but now she is like absolutely like grinning, and she's like, "Yes, this is what I wanted—hot date night." Yes.
4: And he is going to come up with a back backhand on his claw. Okay. Before I get you, and yeah. All right. Would you like to try and dodge?
3: Absolutely. So uh another logic plus agility agility? Yes. Okay. What if I just said yeah, I'll take the hit? Like what if I was just like, eh, hey, I'm good. I don't need to dodge right now.
4: <laughs> I have a new character I'll figure it up.
3: Right. <laughs> um eleven successes. You
4: got eleven successes? Yes. You are handily able to die.
3: Eat a dick. Yeah, thank God I took that devil's blood because this is a spooky... Him spooky. Also, <laughs> Tess is slightly aroused by this combat, so dear. dear.
4: Well, you're going to love it later.
3: Yeah! Oh, um.
4: Oh, God, I hate that I said that. (laughs) V, it's up to you. Oh, wow. It's you. We're at me. The humanist thugs are, like, cocking their guns, and most of the other security guards have escorted their people away already. So, so... Or they're in the process of it. Are
2: the humanist thugs sticking around, or are they walking away?
4: It's not their turn yet. They're getting their guns ready. It looks like they'll storm in on their turn.
2: Well, guess I'm going in first.
4: You're going into the room?
2: Maybe that's not smart.
4: Or you don't know what's happening in there. You hear an inhuman roar and Tess is like, I'm hot.
3: (laughs) I am so wet right now.
1: (laughs) I could fucking drown a mermaid in my pants.
3: (laughs) (laughs) God, that's a good line. God damn it. Tess would absolutely scream. (laughs) I could drown a mermaid right now in these dress pants. Fuck yeah. So
2: on the one hand, she sounds okay. But on the other hand, <laughs> that's usually when shit's getting real bad. I, think, I gotta go in. <laughs> you she recognize when Jess okay. is
3: aroused, things are actually not okay. Yes. Just... <laughs> There's nothing okay about this right now. Alright,
2: I'm going in. I'm going.
3: The you're my safe word. You know when to come in and save me. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say, you know when to come. Hey. Stop it. No. no. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess. Question mark. <laughs> Oh,
4: all right, you go in. You see Samuel Malone as he's been swinging. Like bits of him are being covered in like these metal hexa- hexagonal plates, and his arm— one of his arms—is just gone replaced by this fleshy mass with a claw at the end of it.
2: What in the Resident Evil hell? Yeah. Um, all right, <laughs> this. It's <laughs> so worse than I thought. <laughs> I have a stoner Ares.
4: You have a stoner Ares? okay.
2: I mean, the odds of him being bulletproof are pretty high, but
4: is anything really bulletproof when you get down to it? It takes a lot of bullets, but is it really bulletproof?
3: It's a huh? question of how many bullets. That
2: that's a good question. I actually don't know how many. Uh, this particular um piece has, but I'm gonna I'm gonna light him up and try not to hit Tess. Oh, I swear to God. Uh, not great. So Alright, so that was um two successes. I would very much like to edge that.
4: Alright, go ahead and edge.
1: Oh.
2: Okay, okay,
4: a lot better. So six total. Six total? You net two. Ooh. So that is ten damage oh. to him. Okay. Unfortunately his minus his resistances and armor end up soaking that.
3: Jesus Christ. That was worth a shot. So we've gotta do a minimum of ten.
4: Oof. You got past his reduction. And then his armor took more damage. Okay. Like, as he got up, he started growing more armor on oh, his body. All right, yeah. You take a big chunk out of his the plating on him, and that's you only have one attack for this round, right? I'm pretty right? sure, yeah. So Dr. Teeter is going to look at UV.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Well, it seems we have some unexpected guests with us, doesn't it? And. He, He's going to take a ball, a metal ball out, and roll it on the ground. Uh-oh. What?! Have fun, you two. The metal ball opens up, and three metallic-looking centipedes crawl out of it. They quickly go up into the vents, and then out of sight, before he opens up what looks like a column of darkness and steps through it. The runners are Vero. Meg, Trev, and Megan. Theming and producing was done by Eric. The tracks used in this episode are Anime Spotted by Jess, who you can find out on Twitter at OneShotMiniBoss, and Improv for Evil by Brian Boyko. Thank you to Ray Calabas for making our art. You can find her over on Twitter at KeylographingInk or KeylographingInk.com. Do you like the show? Leave us a rating and review over on her podcast of choice and tell your friends about us. If you have any questions or comments, you can hit us up on Twitter at DiceFiends, or shoot us an email at dicefiendspot at We also have a Discord if you want to come and buy a quality request with us. Goodbye.